LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS+. For more information, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. LAS. Welcome to the... You guys are probably caught in between one or the other. I get it. You don't know which side to get off on. But, I mean, on one side, you got Christina Aguilera. You know, she's got a killer, heavy, like, heavy rocking song, Fighter. Remember that song, Fighter? Yep. And then she's got, like, a really, really pretty uh, ballad. I think it's uh, Beautiful. You're so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Awesome songs. Then you got- That's Christina Aguilera. That's all Christina. And then on the other side of the coin, you've got uh, Miss Spears. Uh Britney Spears, to those of you who know. And uh, she's got Lynn. songs like, you know, Circus, Toxic. I think she's got a ballad, like, I think it's called Every Time. Dude, give me Christina, man. I got to go Christina Aguilera it's gotta, there. It's got to be Christina. And it's if you be. need one more thing to put you over the edge, Lady Marmalade off of Moulin Rouge. She does that whole song. I don't know if you've heard it, but you hear it, it'll change your perspective. Wait, if you're I have heard it. Yeah. Lady What's... Marmalade is... Christina Aguilar and a few others. Yeah, yeah, a, but she's a, the main one. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that uh, that side as well. Oh, all right. So I'm you, loving. Yeah, we're team I, Christina. For for the record, I'm loving Britney's rebirth, as it were. Oh my God, she's free. She's free from she's the free. conservatorship, she? and she's ready. Yeah, to, yeah. Dude. Just recent, like the last I don't know, a few months oh, anyway. But she needs some um, help. <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, dude. Yeah, she. That whole thing. Look into that if you. Yeah, there's a yet. few documentaries out there. We watched. One I've watched them. Yeah. I'm on Britney's side. Yeah. Are we getting some? Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Are okay. you Are you playing us some Christina or some Britney? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There's Moulin Rouge. Oh. Alex Schulte with the uh, lightning fast trigger fingers. This is actually my song of the week next week. So turn it off. Here you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, anyway, I just wanted to make sure you guys were clear on that because uh, I'm Christina. Yeah. I think I'm Christina. Yeah. 
Team Christina. Nothing know. against Brittany, but I have to agree. Yeah, oh, I like both of them. Yeah. yeah. But come on. Soul you did do, Bol- you did do a, kind of a, a funny thing, Shane, that I noticed that unfortunately our listeners can't see, but it's something that's very trademark, Christina, and that is singing with your hands as well. She oh, always yeah. has this thing with oh. the, when you impersonated her. <laughs> yeah. Her hands are always kind of Adds a lot of achieving extra the syllables notes. into words. There's yeah. a lot of runs. And yep. You know, that's kind of common with some of those singers that do all the little licks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you notice like the Masons and the the Josh Meisners and then the Justin Timberlakes, they kind of go. For our listeners at home, he's gesturing wildly in the studio. Yes. Yeah. My face is going. You'll be able to see it on video, I guess. I don't, not really. For those of you that might be in the Britney camp though, uh, there is a family guy, uh, clip from a long time ago (laughs) where he kind of makes fun of Christina and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And he kind of just does that whole. It's Alex, like can we Peter pull that up this. on YouTube right now? Mark Simpson's canceled. <laughs> loading, now. loading. Uh, no, you kind of have to watch it. Wow. We spent but, a long uh, time talking about this. Ladies yes, and we gentlemen, did. we're at the Crew Life podcast finally back in the studio yes. again. It's been so long. It's been pre Thanksgiving. That was our yeah. last one. Okay. Oh, okay. Alex, that was a joke. No family guy clips. <laughs> this is what happens when, when Schulte Look doesn't up. get a microphone. Yeah. My God. Okay. Look it up name... and watch it on your own time, everybody. Sorry, Gigi. Go right ahead. Gigi, at least he can't like mute you and then take your mic over. That's right. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. That's never happened. He's gonna find a way. Oh God, guys, first day back, and this is this is how we're going. My name's Jeremy. I'm joined with my friends Shane and Mike. Hello. And we convene on this spot every couple of weeks to talk about groove life, which is and it has been a hot minute. It since has. We've all been in the same room. There's together. been a lot of groove that's been happening in our lives that we haven't had a chance to uh, not reconcile. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it in a while. And I want to start with Mike. What has Uh-oh. been making your life groovy over the oh, past geez. four-ish months? God, that's a loaded question, man. I Wait, should the last asterisk this that yeah. we have had a couple of episodes before this one, yeah, which were kind of cobbled together through a zoom meeting yeah yep and two, one might have been labeled mike yeah the one yeah we had a <laughs> we mike, had a mike episode mike so episode. what i'm saying is make it short <laughs> yeah you don't want to hear all about shiprock again now that i have a good microphone um no I'm, i mean everything's that's really been the main thing so we've already covered all that man i mean we're just kind of trudging through winter right now um waiting for the snow to melt and the weather to get good so we can keep you know back on the on the on the house build um other than that, I mean, the last few months have been kind of just laid back. I mean, it, you know, the ship rocked, which we talked about at length the last time, was was the one highlight. Um, coming up here this weekend, we're really excited. There's another Instamix event, uh, first one that, that we'll have been to for a year or so. It's, you know, kind of all the usual suspects that we've uh, had a good time with in previous events with, like, Morgan Rose and um, Sean Foyce, Barry Stock. Uh, they kind of... Uh, have been to a number of these and they're they're good dudes and it's always a fun time so that's happening this weekend um looking forward to that otherwise yeah man that's about it just kind of looking forward to the snow being gone and getting back on the house build so snow exhaustion happens around mid-february yeah that's right it's the worst Shane, Shane, yeah what's up it definitely happens around mid-february and also you get a big teaser usually where all the snow goes away for like three days. Oh, mm-hmm. fool's spring. And it gets like 70 degrees. Yeah. And you're like, shit, it's going to yeah. happen early this year. Yeah. It does not happen early. <laughs> but you can enjoy those few days anyway. Yeah. Um, last week I was in L.A. for a little while and I got to visit. That's right. All my kids came together and we got to party for like four days and we got to watch Jordan perform at the Avalon Theater at Emo Night, which was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was thousands of people wow and 
the whole Avalon Theater, level by level, with some other DJ or some other situation going on. Then the main stage had just this big, huge table with DJs, and the whole place was just packed with people, and like LED walls all the way around it. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. And Jordan was on the live stage, so there was three bands on that stage, and he was one of them, and it was it was just a proud papa moment for sure for me. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I, I think this might be the first time I've really got to see you know one of my kids well for sure do a live show with a band and his band mm. was all like studio quality guys they actually hire out so he, he pays his band to do all his shows and they love Jordan so they like help him record stuff and even when they're not performing and stuff so it was really fun to watch um, they also at the end of emo night they have like some hidden guests that they can't say anything about so they had like plain white tees and the guy from Fever 333 was doing some DJing. Nice. And then I think they had Hawthorne Heights. They, they did acoustic stuff up in the wings. You got to be one one proud papa. It was it was awesome, man. It really was. And we just got to spend a few nights going out to eat. And it, right away it reminded me, Mike, of when you were talking about the cost of drinks. Well, oh, I, I got to experience that. Yeah. And, well, LA, uh, I could imagine that's even worse. It was uh, worse than uh, a cocktail's like cruise. 16 bucks. Get out wow. of here. Yeah, that's... So your beers were 10 or 11. Oh, is that guy supposed to get a buzz in this town? And not only were they 10 or 11, but that's like your uh, Corona and stuff. It's not your Jeez. nice beers. So. I just bring a flask. One thing that was cool, I went into this one bar and they actually had pseudo Sue in the wow. can and it's not even in California so that was kind of a treat yeah sure that, but. awesome so Sounds yeah like... just lots of time with the family um, all my, my whole family and it really doesn't get any better than that so hell yeah dude Beautiful. how about you Jeej uh, well we gotta get to our guest here but uh, I'll just say really quick my son said his first word yesterday so <gasps> on that note uh... <laughs> well, what, what was it was it, my, was producer, it Mike <laughs> producer Alex just went what <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Valentine's Day. He said mama to Chelsea. Nice. And it just, every time, you know, every day is a new adventure and it just totally blows you away and makes it all worth it, you know? He's I mean, one of you the most know. adorable kids that I've ever seen. Well, so I'm is... not just saying that because we're friends, because we've hung out, you know, we're part of this he's whole thing together. Kid. He's a cute kid. Yeah. And, and he's, uh, he's doing well. Our, our family tradition is like every couple months we just like put together this little family photo shoot thing and just totally self-serve our egos by taking a bunch of cute family pictures with him. And <laughs> Every month, right? He's so cute. Enjoy it, though, yeah. Well, we try and hit, like, the major holidays, so we do Christmas and Thanksgiving and, you know, all those all those big ones. But, yeah, Saint cute Patty's kid. Day. He's talking now. I don't think he's ever going to stop. Uh, yes. On that note, uh, I'm grooving. I, it sounds like you guys are also grooving quite a bit, and I think it's time we bring in our guest. So, ladies and gentlemen, please... Give a warm welcome at your home or wherever the hell you're listening to this podcast for our guest, Becca Dove. Becca. Howdy. You're here. <laughs> I'm here. It's we so made good to have it. You. I know, right? I'm so sorry about that. I feel like we canceled Three, three times. Three times, yeah. Yep. That's Becca's fine. It's been fine. canceled three count, times. Wasn't counting. But she keeps coming back, so we're really thankful that you're here. Um, Happy to be here. Sorry that we just felt like the Go-Go's was the way to 
intro you back into the studio. I feel good about it. I recorded that five minutes before you came yeah. in here. And like, very energetic. Kind of a go-go's feel, you know, whatever, B-52s. Love it. Nailed it. But, yeah, um, just for everyone to know, um, me and Becca probably, I would say we met 2009. How's okay. that? Okay, yeah, yeah. You want to know why I know that? Why? It doesn't really matter, but um, oh, that's when I first started doing freelance stuff. Oh yeah, for you. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm a designer, so I was doing some design for her church. That's right. And that's when we first met, and then uh, we've been friends ever since, and actually quite good friends with her and her husband and me and my wife. So, um, I just wanted to see if you could just tell me a little bit about yourself, and and the way I want to go about this is, you were born. And raised in Cedar Rapids, right? Uh, that is false. Okay, let's not do that then. Whoa. <laughs> <clears throat> Try again. Okay, okay. Yes, research. But you've been you have, here, you you've been lot here lo- most of your life. I grew up here. Yeah, I grew up here. Whew, that since I was five. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I turned yeah. five in uh, Hiawatha, actually. Well, there you go. Well, five. Okay. So pretty pretty much. Yes, yes. I get it, though, because Bonnie was born in Denver. Yes. But she didn't live there past her first year, I think. But she likes to say she was born in Denver, so I sure. get it. So where were you born? Uh, I was born in Southern California, okay. Los Angeles County, just where you were. Were you paying eighteen dollars <laughs> for cocktails? Well, they they wouldn't serve me at three years old um, the cocktails, but I'm sure if I were partaking, it wouldn't have been quite that steep yeah. at that yeah. that many moons ago. But right. uh, well, back <clears> then I remember it was like a nickel for a gallon of gas. Dude, I remember in high school, I remember when it was 88 cents. Yeah, I, I wasn't too far off, actually. I remember it being really cheap. Yeah, to put, to put gas in my Escort. Dude, I went a long way on that on that uh, 88 cents. Those yeah. were the days. Yeah, Those, were. Were. Those were the Indeed. good old days. So living in Cedar Rapids your whole life, I feel like you've always been very community aware, and I feel like you've always really had just kind of a groove for living in Cedar Rapids. I love it here. So I, I don't want to make this too tough on you, but if you could give, give us just a little idea of like what you've kind of been up to. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be, to get back into more uh, of the, of the community scene. I've been a little bit heads down with um, you know, keeping small children alive for uh, for a while, but kind of coming out of that. That's also a noble cause. It's a Thank you. Job. Yeah, it's it's more than they're her kids. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, work at so a you know, hospital. They, doesn't they, matter. I birthed kids them. Yeah, still a noble cause. Um, yeah. So, but as far as as far as what I've been up to, I mean, as much as possible, I think is the answer that I would give in the times that we, you know, currently live. I've I am just in the process of getting things ready to tap all my maple trees. So that's kind of an exciting, interesting thing um, that is not, maybe not necessarily community aware, although I do share my, uh, I do share my, my stuff. It doesn't have to be community sure, aware. Sure, yeah. Um, it can be very selfish doing, too, doing the Doing the mom thing, I homeschool my oldest and uh, my other two are in preschool. So um, How old is the oldest? She's nine. Okay. She's in fourth grade. And, you know, obviously we're you know, we're involved in church. We, we attend church in Coralville, so that's a little bit of a commute. But that's something that we do every week. And, and are you doing, you're still a musician there at church and stuff? 
Um, I'm not currently doing anything um, music-wise at church, but that has been a recurring theme through sure. through my adult life. Played a lot of live music back in the day with a friend back in the piano lounge days and the Daniel Arthur's Six Feet oh, Under lounge yeah. days. And right on. So, uh, yeah, we had a little acoustic thing that we did. And, and you play guitar? I do. I play guitar and piano. Nice. Yeah, and has Very a cool. sweet voice, beautiful voice, and you were you and were, we're going to listen right? to her sing live in <laughs> three, two, one, <laughs> two, three, four. But what was the name of, of the group again? It was with Danny. It, it was, was really original. It was our names, uh, Becca and Danny. Yeah, yeah we oh, really. I just we, didn't want to say it the other way around. Dug deep um, <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah, but I remember going to see you guys play, and yeah, it was awesome. super fun, super fun. Uh, you know, a- acoustic music is kind of where my Heart is where my, you know, it's all out there. Either you're good or you're not. Yeah. You gotta, you yeah. gotta hang when it's you just you. You don't have a good bass player to fall back on. Exactly. When you mess up. <laughs> yeah. There's no distortion to hide behind. Right. There's no, <laughs> yep. there's no band to, okay, yeah. Yeah. take an extra chorus while I, yeah. you know, yeah, get exactly. a drink or whatever. So it's, uh, it's fun. Lots going on. Never a dull moment with kids. Well, I mean, you're Day talking, or night. You're talking about Maple. I'm talking about maple. But that's not all. No. What el- what else comes out of your property? I mean. Oh, right. Okay. So we have a raspberry patch that is a uh, business for my fourth grader. So we we sell raspberries every fall and we have chickens. So. Got the eggs. We got the eggs. Right nice. now they're a little, you know, they're not putting out quite as much. They're a little chilly down there. Chili but, chickens. Um, down there. <laughs> chili chickens. Band name. Called it. <laughs> chili chickens. That's actually a good not one. bad. It's that's a really good, good one. Um chili chickens and the cloud lifters I think Ooh. chili chickens and the cool cats oh there we go yeah we had two of those this name could extend into infinity and it would still be good <laughs> yep we're gonna be into albums before before long <laughs> so uh yeah we we do that we're talking about getting bees <gasps> yes so bees. that is like a hot thing right now it's a super hot thing and you know this is the thing i find about myself which is kind of depressing is that i you know how things are trendy yeah but I don't, I don't realize that I'm doing trendy things until like way after the fact. Sure. And then I'm like, after they're not trendy anymore. N- well, you know, it's more of like the decline. But okay. I feel very cutting edge until I realize, oh my god, this is really trendy. Yeah. Like okay. for example, at the beginning of last year, I started baking sourdough bread. Yes, you did. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh wow, this is so like awesome and nobody's doing this and that's not true everyone was doing it because they didn't have anything else to do and so i felt really like you know you know earthy like almost pioneer you know like and like i'm doing it from the land and target and right. <laughs> you know like i'm making my own stuff but you know but it, it, really everyone was and so it now like on the on the buy and sell like on facebook marketplace there's all this sourdough bread like making stuff that oh, people are yeah. trying to sell because yeah. they jumped on the bandwagon and now they're not doing it anymore right. which i mean to to my credit i, I am still doing it so Good. that's you know you're also I'm way still past on. the phase back when we were younger where the bread machines had just come out. Oh, my gosh. And everyone was making different kinds of breads. Bread, bread machine, machine was like the air fryer or like the Instapot oh, yeah. of our was. middle school. And it was like it comes out in like a blob looking yeah, blob. Yeah, it's it like a brick. It like bread. It's a bread brick. Yeah. <laughs> everyone so had one. Everyone I think knows. I have a couple in my garage right now. And you know what? A couple of bread bricks. It doesn't yeah. taste good. Like that bread was like I was gonna say, everybody I don't, knew that I it was homemade. I've ever had, yeah, like. Bread, like homemade bread, bread maker bread that was good. No, 
I have had a ton of homemade bread that is mm. like, you know, blood, sweat, and bread that tastes delicious. Right. But yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. Not from a bread, maker, though. Bread maker bread? It's different. Yeah. Yeah. I do not use a bread maker. No. Just for everyone's Those sanity. are out of style now. Yeah. You can't use those. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I remember telling these guys about is not only are you doing all those things, but you're also a phenomenal cook. Um, Love to cook. All the time. We Love for it. I'd say for four or five years, we had a cooking club. Yeah. It was Bon and I, Beck and her husband, and one other couple, and we'd all get together. We'd have a theme. So it'd be like Thai food or it'd be Mexican food or- Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, did a breakfast night one time. Yeah, Sure. And everyone food? comes with all their food, and then we all have to announce what kind of food we have. And we don't talk about it ahead of time. Right. Well, Nobody other, consults. Other than the theme. Though. Right. Just yeah, the yeah. theme. Nobody says, I'm bringing this, or I'm bringing that. And it really all works amazingly That's awesome. well together. Do you have a signature dish or a favorite thing you like to make? Oh, man, a signature. What's your bring to a party dish? My bring to a party dish, um, you know, tacos are, are a fail safe. Right. I do a great, I do a great, you know... I do a great guac. Nice. You're sitting with Ooh. two of my favorite taco makers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Shane, Shane is it. She matches up. <laughs> All right. Shane, okay. is, a, Shane is a taco guy. She didn't bring any tonight. Well, yeah, see, I'm here's the thing. Here. Guys, I was going to bring you some pretzel rolls, but Whoa. I didn't have my stuff. Homemade pretzel rolls? Yeah, I know. I, should, I shouldn't even say it oh out loud, but I was going to. And I had every intention, had all the stuff out, and then the last ingredient didn't have it. Uh-oh. The salt. The, the, the salt we're missing. The salt. <laughs> the cheese dip. You um, know, I, I was going to say that, um, I know you guys probably have questions for her too, but I I was talking to my wife. Um, Wait, bef- you're married? Yep. Sorry. Just What's recently. It's gorgeous. been a while since we've been in the studio, folks. <laughs> your gorgeous wife. Yes, beautiful. Anyway, um, it's been a while since we've been in here, so it was probably in December when I first asked you. Sure. Or maybe even January? No, maybe even November. And I was like, Bonnie, we need and some ideas. Let's just brainstorm here. Who would be good, that has groove, that loves Cedar Rapids, that is an artist in multiple ways? And she goes, Becca? <laughs> and I went, holy shit. And I'm just so glad like, you're here. holy shit, yes, or holy shit, yeah. no? <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was mad at her. I'm like, she's no artist. That How just dare you? Like, did you hear How that? It kind of sounded like Seinfeld. She's no artist. She's no artist. I've never done that voice before. A little before, bit of melody out. there. I yes. just realized that I do. I have now I have two imp- impressions. Yeah. Two I have impressions Seinfeld and I have, episode. wow. Yeah. But everyone has that one. Anyway, Becca, you're you're a musician. I've played with you. I remember when we used to do karaoke. Oh, dude. She used to do slam karaoke all the time. Right on. Um, the starter of of slam right oh, there. Oh, sweet. But, Thanks. Um, one of my many accolades. Also seeing you play a lot, and also, and we have time to get into more of this. We're going to do the song of the week, but you also have, you're a speaker. You're a motivational wellness yeah, and nutrition. Absolutely. And she speaks to people. I do. Wow. Yeah. I do. But maybe we could hit that. After the song of the week, what do you think, Jeet? Here's what I'm thinking. I think that this was a terrible idea for you to bring her on as a guest because she does too much stuff. Yeah, and I'm we're sorry. gonna want to talk so to too her much for groove? four hours. I'm too much so groove. Too much groove. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Overgrooved. Yeah, yeah. you're you, you, overgrooved. Overgrooved us. We have the yes. al- the alarm sounds or something. You know, on, you know, on we've that. reached no, the we red line. We got an alarm queued <laughs> up. Yeah. Get her out. <laughs> She's also funny, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, all these things well, checks all the boxes. Oh, that's a oh, horrible uh, alarm. No, that's, Turn that I'm off I'm pretty sure that's like a that's tornado. A fire alarm. Oh. 
All right. Well, Shane, I think that's a great idea. I think we should get into our, our segment here. Oh, there it is. Overgrooved. Overgrooved. That's over-grooved. the overgrooved limit. Overgrooved. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it has your voice in it. Weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is our segment. It is called The Groove Life Song of the Week. Yes, I haven't heard that stinger in almost four months. It's been a little while. Yeah, the last couple uh, episodes we did, we we skipped right over this segment. That's it's true. on my normal playlist. I listen to it every day. Yeah, yeah. we have a Spotify rotation. playlist. We should mention that. Yeah, go uh, for it, dude. Well, well, the Groove Life podcast has our own Spotify playlist where we have compiled all of the songs, all of the songs of the week. So I believe if you listen to one of these songs every week, you have. What are we on? Twelve weeks of worth of songs. I think this is no, no, no. Because there's four songs is, yeah. every week. Well, right? we haven't had four songs the last two. You'll have yeah. Yeah. Music yeah, but, for, but still, a lot of music. There's a Absolutely. lot, you guys. There's Check a lot. it out. Groove Life, Song of the Week. It actually kind of works too. It's kind of a nice little playlist. Gives yeah. you a little bit of it's everything. Very, it's a very wide variety. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of goodies in there, but they're all good songs, and they're you know. 44, 44 songs, songs, my God. That's... Does that count the four from today? No. So there's going to be 48, 48 songs. songs. Actually, maybe one of them may not be on Spotify. Sorry. Right. Yeah, we, it's true. It's all right. You know what? We might put... Nope, we won't. Anyway. Before we get into our segment, though... <laughs> Delete. I just want to remind everybody that this podcast is supported by the LAS Podcast Network. And if you're looking for a great way to support local creators... Uh, we urge you to consider supporting LAS. What is it again, Alex? Help me out here. Plus. LAS Plus. Where can they find that? What's the website name? I haven't done this in a long time. LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Thank you, there Mike. There you can Woo. find tons of other local creators. And I stress this, local. These are all homegrown folks doing their own thing, grooving in their own way. And we've got so many cool podcasts on this network. Uh, so consider signing up for LAS Plus and support us as well as all of these other creators. And you're going to find lots of bonus content there. And your support helps to fund uh, many things. It helps us keep the lights on, the plumbing working, uh, gear for the studio, keeps the website up and going. And uh, it might buy me a new car if you give us enough. So yep. uh, <laughs> Very true. No, the money doesn't go to me. Some of it might go to me. Anyway, LAS Plus <laughs> on LASPodcastNetwork.com. Please check it out. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. And with that, we need to get into our first Groove Life Song of the Week. Remind me after, maybe towards the end of the podcast, to talk about our new website. Actually, it's not a new website, but we have a new address for it. So, Ooh, yeah. Anyway, address. are you going to go first, Jeej? I want to make Mike go first. You want to oh, make, Mike, make Mike, Mike go make first? Me, make me go first. All right. I guess I won't argue. Makes sense. So my yeah, my first pick, dude. I'm so excited to be doing this segment again. I've actually been waiting to do this song for a little while now since Ooh, uh, I was hoping we were going to do uh, the, this this segment on the last thing when we were talking about shiprock because that would fit, fit in really well. But this just gives me an excuse to go back to talking about shiprock. We didn't again. have the technology back then. I know. Yeah, we were talking. Sorry, everybody. I was talking on an iPad microphone. It sounded awful, but you know that's we were on location. What can I do? <laughs> um, no, so my pick this week is from a band that was on Shiprocked uh, that I kind of discovered. Uh, they were sort of uh, a late addition because uh, there was some uh, some transient uh, behavior there on the set list or on excuse me on the lineup uh, leading up to the to the festival. So 
Um, the band is called Afterlife, and this is not necessarily a single of theirs uh, that I'm aware of, but it's a song that really spoke to me. I really like it a lot. Uh, it's called Chasing the High. I'll never stop. I'll never stop. I'll never stop just to start again. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's Afterlife. They My have, God, they have a couple really cool songs. This is one of them. Uh, like I said, it's not really one that I see them promoting a whole lot. I mean, it's it's on their. Uh, they have two albums out. This is on their more recent album. I think it's the last song on there. For whatever reason, it just really spoke to me. It's one of those songs that like the lyrics were just like you know it's chasing the high. I don't think he's talking about drugs. I haven't ever talked to him about it. Or I, I never read anything about it, so I could be totally wrong. And he's I apologize about to the model band. Train collecting exactly, actually. and just yeah. The <laughs> Um, no, man, I think it's about, if at least the way I hear it, the way I interpret it is he's talking about performing and chasing that high that you get from performing or being in like a successful band. And, you know, they're just kind of this up and coming band. They're not really that well known. Um, you know, I, I just found out about him on this, from this cruise, the singer Tyler was like really engaging on social media and stuff and was super excited to be invited on the cruise. Yeah. Uh, we had a chance to meet him briefly, uh, on the cruise and just say hello or whatever, but really cool dude. Um, they played two shows. They killed it both times. And, um, you know, he's kind of, he's a really talented singer. He's, he's kind of got this, like, you know, we heard him screaming a lot here on this song. If you go look up a couple of their other songs, there's a kind of their single that I think they're kind of pushing is called Part of Me. Great song. It's a little softer. I think there's like a Linkin Park vibe to it almost. I could hear that. Um, he's got this kind of Chester and Mike sort of thing going on mm -hmm. where he can sort of rap like Mike and then do the, the Chester screaming and singing. So he's kind of got this very versatile voice. Um, and they were awesome, man. They're, they're a really cool band, and if you haven't heard of them yet, check them out. Noticing uh, just the vibe was kind of a industrial Rob Zombie-ish kind of a, yeah. as far as during that main part. Um, I've noticed that that's kind of a, a new theme that's coming back from, yeah. the, from the past. Kind of like how rap is kind of starting to use uh, the Blink-182 pop-punk feel. Mm. I feel like the whole industrial thing's kind of coming around. Like with Code Orange, if you've heard yeah. them recently, their, their latest song is very Rob Zombie. Hmm. It's just interesting to see these trends come back. Yeah. I like the ultra-heavy riffs. Yeah. That was a sick riff, dude. It's Yeah, <laughs> and they've got a, a lot of these kind of tracks. Um, not sound effects, what do you call it? You know, just whatever, the backing oh, tracks yeah. type thing. You know, yeah, and they're just, it's effects, a, but... Special effects, yeah. And there's a lot of these really cool uh, parts to a lot of their songs that add a lot of that flavor that um, you don't always hear in, you know, in, in, uh, from other bands. But, um, yeah, that, that song's uh, Chasing the High. We've got... Uh, part of me which is kind of their single and the other one too that i almost picked is called burn it down is an awesome song so those are songs i'd recommend you check out if you want to uh, check out the band after life i will i don't know if my song is nearly heavy enough to compete with that shame <laughs> do you we got the heavy one second? out of the way sure we'll we'll do the two heavier ones oh that's right yours is yeah mine's not uh mine's a ballad but <laughs> so here's the thing uh every valentine's day i make a playlist for my wife Oh, and that's so, so sweet. I love been doing it forever. So about two months out when I'm doing graphics on my computer, I'll I'll just start going down wormholes. Like I'll put on a couple songs 
and then they'll they'll end and it'll go to other songs by itself you know so um i get to hear a whole bunch of new stuff and this was one of them it's not even really a love song but i just found it and it's by a band called red sun rising um used to cover some red sun rising in inch 75 but i've never really done a deep dive with these guys and i listened to their whole new album and it's they're a really solid band um but this song is just one of those ballads that immediately grabs you and so we'll go for it give her a whirl alex stealing life Yeah, so I feel like that song gets to the payoff pretty quick for you. Like you're like, yeah, okay. definitely. It has that kind of collective soul beginning. Yep. Sounds yeah. just like it, but yeah. once it gets like into that chorus, December maybe or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those harmonies. But it gets into that yeah. chorus and nice. the notes he's hitting, the intervals, and even the way he comes off of it at the end, kind of Beatlesque. Totally my vibe. I'm and the production it. is top notch, man. That's this is one of those songs I kind of want to check like a big PA system to, like just, sure, because there's all the dynamics to it, and it's there's yeah. that kick drum sounds perfect. It's just yeah. it's really really well produced. These are the guys that did uh, Emotionless, right? The Yes, and yeah, they also did the uh, Alanis Morissette, uh, Uninvited. They did okay. that one, yeah, too. Okay, yeah, yeah, So I'm, I, I, I kind of laughed because I thought you were, I didn't know you were playing a ballad. I thought you were playing a, a song from Living Sacrifice. I must nope. have misheard you earlier. So yeah, that was way not heavy to go along with the uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I just, I'm just saying it's a heavy band. They have heavy yeah, songs. Yeah. This is just a ballad. But anyway, that one just kind of caught me, and I thought I had a quick payoff, so it's perfect for this kind of situation but anyway um we've got a couple more songs coming up and we want to talk to becca some more and so let's take a break and then we'll come back and hit the other two songs okay ready yeah Hey, I'm Sarah Van Cleave, a biracial, single mom, adoptee, raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. 
yogurt. <laughs> this podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> L-A-S. Triumph. Inspiration. Tragedy. You could pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guests and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash onewordstories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. And we're back. Welcome back. We're, we've been having a blast here. We've got Becca Dove in the studio with us. And we are in the midst of our Groove Life Song of the Week segment here where we're listening to the music that we've been grooving on this past week, the soundtrack of our lives over the past week, or not necessarily the last week. It could just be the last whenever. Uh, and it I could be the first five years of when you lived in California. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to this on repeat as an infant in California. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do my song really quick before we get to our guest's song. We usually save the best for last, and that's no exception today. Mm -hmm. So uh, i got to feed my ego again, guys. I hate doing this. I genuinely do not like doing this all the time, but I have to play one of my own songs. (laughs) He he said all the time at the end. That fixed it. (laughs) I don't like doing it all the time. I'm I'm only going to do this most of the time. I don't think anyone believes you. I want to hear it. What do you got? So, okay, this is a song I've been working on uh, another album of original material, just recording at home. And uh, for this one, I've been asking a lot of special guests to join. uh, And I had a very special old family friend of ours uh, play on this one. And um, yeah, it's an acoustic song. So I'm kind of bearing my soul for you. So please don't make fun of me. This is a song, I don't really have a working title for it yet, but it's kind of in the end stages of mixing. And we'll play a little bit of it right now, and hopefully we can get, there's a, there's a solo in the middle from this guest that hopefully we'll get to. So, 
Let her roll. Shadows of a long day upon her face. She's learned to hide it well. She's. Thank you, Alex. That was the whole song. This has been the last couple times when your songs. <laughs> yeah, Gigi, you always seem to get the short end of the I stick here get... on this. This whole production. So Becca. <laughs> <laughs> really took the wind out of my sails there. Well, I'll just perform it live for you guys here. <laughs> Love the opening metaphor. It was fantastic. It's off to a good start, though. What do you guys think? I, mean, I see a lot of really stages of mixing. Strong start. And recording. Did you do that the last couple episodes, too? Yeah. It was like, Alex, it would be really funny if you just interrupted my song and played or played it's always, the incorrect song. It's always that, or you get muted, or... My new song, Cloudlifter. And it's always it's always <laughs> the one that I put like a lot of thought into, and I'm like, I have a whole reason that I want to play this, yeah. and it totally involves all of this. And then he's like, oh, here's Baby Shark. It's a really big song. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, Salty, big, what are we paying you for? That actually seven. happened. It really did. Yeah, Baby Shark. My kids do different words to the Baby Shark theme oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I bet just, that never gets old. Well, you... You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. In the, you know, the other night they were in the bathtub and they were, you know, doing bathtub. And I hear, I'm sitting in the living room and I hear, wash your penis, do, 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 wash your penis, do, 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 do. And I was, I just looked at Luke and I was like, oh my God. But the funniest thing is that it was my three-year-old daughter who was, who was singing that particular. Oh no. Verse. So I don't know if it was an instruction oh, or what, <clears throat> what was happening, but I know was... what I'm going to be singing in the shower now. <laughs> and my I, wife, I, I dare you, is going to be to so take confused. a shower. The next time you take a shower, I dare you to do it without singing that because you can't. You can't. You know, I, you, and all I... of you have one, no, so that's right. That's even better. What, yeah, when we a reach... baby shark, I've actually <laughs> never heard the song. Except for when are you serious? Like, well, that little segment she just sang. How would I? Yeah, it's really the original. I mean, how have I you heard it? I, I listen to kids' music all the time. That video has like. That's kind of like saying I've never heard the Barney theme. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like even if you don't have, all right, you know. Of, all right. So how far after Barney was Baby Shark? A long, oh, long, long m- time. many moons. Okay. Oh, it was only like last year. Yeah, last. Yeah, but it became like an internet sensation. I've never I heard it. I mean, yeah. I don't I've have seen kids it. or anything, but like I've heard it on Facebook. And a million you can times. say any words that you want. Clearly. Let her roll. She wears the shadows of a long day upon her face. She's learned to hide it well. She's busy stacking piles of paper to no applause because it must be done. And when I try to offer help, she says she only needs my that's all I need to hear. She tapes her paintings on the wall, but takes them down whenever she has guests. She took a picture by the beach in her best clothes, but threw away the film. And when I try to share my view, she
So yeah, I'm going to start by saying that uh, what you're hearing, the accompaniment there, is a very close friend of ours named uh, Dan Truman. And he is actually, uh, I believe, he's a professor of music at Princeton University in New Jersey. Wow. Um, one of my mom's closest friends is his wife, Monica, and they've been friends their entire lives. Um, and he's a fantastic fiddle player. Uh, he's played with some incredible musicians. And just on a whim, I decided that I had this acoustic song, and I thought, maybe I'll just shoot him a message and see if he can do something on this. And he plays a very specific kind of fiddle that's made, I want to say, in like Norway, Sweden, something like that. It's called a hardunger fiddle. And what makes it different from a regular violin is that it has the normal four strings that you bow. And then underneath it, there are an additional five resonator strings. Hmm. So as you play nice. the notes, these resonate and create this, this really unique sound. Um, and he, I just sent him the song and I said, you know, if you're interested, see what you can do on this. And he sent me that back and I'm like... Shit. This is incredible. Yeah, dude, that's, that's that was very awesome. cool. So the song itself is um, it's actually for my wife, uh, and it's I didn't even really realize it until I had finished writing it. I was like, this is for Chelsea. And I think... The, so this isn't the Road Rage song? No, 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 no. Okay. That one will be next week. Right. <laughs> I have a song about Well, Road what's Rage. interesting is oh, when so you said Chelsea. that, though, I, I was going to ask you that if it was for Chelsea, but at the same time, like, were all the lyrics about her at, at first, or were you just telling stories? And then realize. So, more specifically, the general vibe of the song is about this, and it's kind of, it's more specifically about her being a new mother, because um, we just had our first uh, child. Our son was born what? back in July. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm filling in Becca and all the listeners who maybe <laughs> don't know. Um, and it, I think it's that feeling that a lot of uh, first-time dads get, where you're watching your wife, who's already done something more incredible than you can possibly describe just so naturally fit into that role and you feel like there's more that you should be doing but you know no matter what you do it's like she's always got like she's got it down you know and you're just there for support and it's like anytime I'm like what do you need what do you need and she's like you know you're here you're doing what you do and that's it and that's kind of the vibe I mean I could sit here and talk for hours about this but it's that was kind of the feeling in my head was writing about that. And I hope that it's something that's kind of universal, like all parents can see, specifically all dads can see that incredible effort that mothers just naturally put into it. Um, and that was kind of the vibe. And then my buddy, well, our good friend Dan put that fiddle part on it. And uh, yeah, I love it. So It's a beautiful song, yeah, man. Beautiful. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's... You've got a vibrato that is just kind of barely tangible there in a few of the parts that I just absolutely love. You There's, want to know a secret? Yeah. It's really, really hard for me to sing that like tender falsetto type stuff. Yeah. And so that is not one take of me singing. <laughs> That's like me retracking every word like 80 times. Like, right on. Oh, that doesn't sound soft enough. Or, oh, that sounds like a girl singing. Like, do it better. But... Uh, well, it came out really, really well. Thank you. That, even yeah. the, the lyrics to me were just very captivating yeah. i felt like i was on the edge Canada, of my seat listening yeah. what's he going to say next about this person I yeah, yeah. It, it's a very basic the structure of the song <coughs> musically is very basic but I, I specifically wanted it that way so that your the focus is kind of more on the lyrics yep. but well you've done uh, it yeah yeah it's for for my wife chelsea so thanks for being a great mom anyway uh becca it's your time to shine uh we've we've heard enough of our blathering so please <laughs> 
What is your pick? And explain why you chose it. So my pick is um, the song A Case of You, which was originally written by Joni Mitchell. And um, a, you know, unpopular opinion, speaking of podcasts everyone loves, um, I don't like her version of it. And, and that may be really, you know, terrible to say, but most people that cover it, I love. Like, Diana Krall covered it. Uh, you know, this was a couple decades ago. Diana Krall covered it, and that was how I fell in love with the song. And then um, I actually read Brandi Carlisle's book that she released last April, and I listened to the audio version of it partly because she has all these little um, blurbs of her singing acoustic, like at the end of every chapter, she sings a different, and sometimes it's a cover, sometimes it's her own song. Oh, wow. Um, but it, and then at the end, it's like a whole album of her singing, just her and a guitar, her and a piano. And, you know, Brandi Carlisle is legendary and vocalist to, you know, vocalist of vocalists. And um, she covered it. And that's where I kind of discovered it. Mm. And so I then, of course, went down and watched every YouTube of her performing it <laughs> ever. And it's not actually recorded. So we have a we have a live version because she hasn't uh, she hasn't released a recording of it for whatever reason. But um, I think this song is the most uh, tangibly romantic song that I've ever heard and um it's just it's just so vivid and, and I'm a I'm a vocalist I'm a vocalists fan so if if the vocals aren't aren't shining I'm kind of like well, well yeah okay it's cool you know but um if the singer shows off then I'm into it it's on repeat so this Can't is one wait. of those this is one of those for yeah. me yeah awesome So it's, uh, yeah, and you know, like, I can remember, I can remember decades ago just playing this song. I lived by myself and just playing this song, you know, the loudest I could possibly play it in the two o'clock in the morning and, you know, after a couple and just just thinking, man, these lyrics are classic and beautiful. Um, Some people say that, uh, you know, Johnny Mitchell wrote this about a, clandestine affair with Leonard Cohen or fr- friendship with Leonard Cohen and you know whatever I don't know yeah. I'm, I'm not friends with Joni so I don't know that for sure but um, 
just beautiful, beautiful imagery, beautiful artistry yeah. in the song and the the uh, the melody goes off, goes so, everywhere it's supposed to go. So did you hear the Joni Mitchell version first? Or no. Did you, okay. No, I didn't. I heard the Diana Krall version first, fell in love with it, and then I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to hear Joni's version. And then I played it, and I was like... I imagine it's a little more stripped down, not quite as... It's it's Well, you know, Joni Mitchell's voice is so iconic and um you know you you know it when you hear it and it's not it's not as powerful Mm -hmm. as you know the the crawl or the carlisle or um and i for me i love that powerful vocal and that's i think that's why i'm drawn to to the covers of it more but you know there wouldn't be a cover if there wasn't an original right and so um you know Obviously. And originally, I mean, Joni Mad Mitchell was always so folky, very dry, yeah. yep. very sitting in your living room kind of always. of a feel. So when you go to Carlisle, I feel like you're getting so much more soul and so much more feel. It's really it's it's more textured, I think. I Warmer. Think, yeah, Joni Joni Mitchell's voice is very um, it's very straightforward. She has incredible control and a, a grasp of her head voice that is outrageous. But mm. um, I, I don't feel that power from, uh, you know, from the original. And that's what, that's what makes me just want to turn it up, you know. Yeah. I, I love the imagery too of the title. And when you first said the title oh, case man. of you, I was like, what is she talking about? And then implying that it's a case of wine. Wine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. It, I, I thought that was very clever. I love yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, when you, when you apply a song title, but I think you bring up a good point, which is that sometimes um, you know, obviously you have to pay respect to the original artist, but sometimes a cover version comes along and just really takes it to the next level. Yeah. And, you know, I, I that was pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, really good. Brandy Carlisle actually has done a whole, a complete cover album of Blue, which was Joni Mitchell's, you know, right. kind of you know most well known mm-hmm. and and they're apparently very good friends she talks about it a lot in her book and um she wanted to for you know, to honor Joni mm-hmm. Mitchell to sing the whole of blue in Joni's original keys and Shit. um Elton John told her she was nuts and <laughs> and she is but she did it you know and wow. <laughs> i would love to that's one that's one i would love to see live and um there's a lot i would love to see live but when you can do that with a piano and a cello or whatever she was doing, yeah. you know, and your voice is just, it stands, it stands its own. Yeah. And I can listen to that all day. Well, like you were saying too, that, that kind of music, that kind of performance, you've got nothing to fall back on. Nothing to hide behind. And you can tell she's got all the confidence in the world behind that voice. hundred percent. She's, and, and the nice thing about that is when you're that comfortable in your instrument, especially your voice, you can really just go for it and open up emotionally to yeah, the song totally and that's where you can pour that in somebody who's not as confident in their skill set right. is not able to reach that level of of you know emotional expression with it so well i think you bring up a really good point i mean uh my husband is a bass player so i know uh some bass some bass things he also likes to listen to the screaming music which i don't but that's okay <laughs> um in Victor Wooten, we were actually at a Victor Wooten show, nice. and he he made the comment that there are there's no such thing as a wrong note, mm-hmm. just a wrong expression. And I thought, as a classically trained pianist, I thought that that was heresy. What you know, to say about? how could you possibly 
believe that there's no such thing as a wrong note, but he really he really believes that that you know if you if you if you play it wrong and you pull it off, then um, then it's just a it's just modal for a second. <laughs> for one for one, one for one second, you're yeah. in a different mode, and if yeah. you if you can pull it off, then it becomes something you know potentially totally new and totally yours. And so, yeah, the confidence and the skill level of um, of a performer can cover a multitude of sins. Yes. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> that was great. Oh, thanks so yeah, much for that. Awesome. I feel like, uh, like you said, Jeej, I feel like every time our guest brings a song, it kind of breaks up the mold a little bit because we do kind of get in our own little areas, which I love. And I think people do enjoy our song picks, but it's always nice to break it up with a little something outside the box. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And yeah. you can't have it on your song list. So, you I know. know. Actually, well, I'm really bummed that we don't. can. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we could put a, sometime. We could put a, a YouTube link very easily. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So that people can go. It's listen worth to hearing. It. It's worth <clears throat> hearing. It's worth appreciating for sure. So I do want to get into something because we were talking to you earlier about about some of your passion projects and things that you're interested in doing. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like you got a lot of stuff going on at the homestead. So I'm gathering that maybe you have like a like a property that you so we we live on one acre okay and um i it's actually the house that i grew up in uh, wow. we purchased this house from my parents seven years ago now and but i've lived in that house since i was five so it's a kind of cool yeah. you know legacy for for my kids to grow up there where i grew up and yeah we 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 just try to make the most of it you know yeah got a couple maple trees and now I've kind of you know swindled my neighbors who have some maple trees into uh, letting me ta- put taps in the trees. Did you trees literally and... say let me tap that? Like I, when I... did you point at the You know tree? they're did you a say little I'd older. Tap that? They're a little older. So so the nuance would be lost, you know, I think sure. on them, but um essentially <laughs> I did. Essentially I did yeah. say, you know, um yeah. Can so, I tap your sap? So, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that needs to be on a T-shirt. That's sap so tapper. Cool. Yeah, we have a Just list. Like a, the dot yeah, com tree on it. So, and you said you yeah. have three kids. I have three kids. I have a nine-year-old girl. I have a six-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl. Nice. So they are the uh, hardest thing and the best thing that I've ever done. That's what I keep hearing from people. Yeah. And it's so far, it's true. <laughs> it's yeah, it's absolutely the most rewarding, exhausting, draining, challenging um, job that I've ever had. That I will, well, even if I could quit from it, I I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you you worked for was it Rockwell or was it? Yeah, I worked for Collins for God, I don't even know, seven or eight years before I had my first child, and um. My husband works there. My dad worked there. So it's kind of a family. Wow. What did you do there at Collins? Um, I actually was in graphic design. I'm not a graphic designer, but my main job was to help engineers communicate with other people, which is a full-time job. That is a skill. Yeah, there was a whole team, you know, uh, of people who just helped engineer. (laughs) My husband's an engineer, so I can say that. Um, I totally know what you mean. But you know how cars have that manual that lives in your glove box that you never look at? and It has all these illustrations on how the car works. Uh Well, airplanes have that too. And so I was in charge of uh, getting the illustrations for what the, you know, what the computer would look like in this certain scenario or whatever um, into the the manual which is uh, has a much longer and acronym 
ridden name, as you would expect <laughs> from something calling coming out of Rockwell. But that was my job when I worked there. Nice. And so when you started having kids, you actually went into uh, you started getting into like wellness and uh, essential yeah. oils and yeah. So that's that's you know becoming a parent, you start to question you know everything. Like, am I doing this right? Um, but on like a macro scale, and that kind of led me into trying to do things more holistically, more naturally with. Mm-hmm. Uh, with raising the kids, and that has led into um, some teaching, some speaking, and um, leadership training. Because I, I, you know, ended up with this whole team of people that was, you know, that I was leading, and yeah. I was feeling a little bit like I wasn't quite equipped to lead them. And so I actually was certified as a coach and speaker and trainer with the John Maxwell team, which is a name you may you may recognize or may not. And um, yeah, I'm all about people taking control of the things that they can control because there's so much we can't, but there's so much we can. And um, helping people see those spaces in their lives where they can execute more control over their environment, over the things that come into their home and come into their kids' bodies and lives and um, making the most of that, doing the best we can with, with what we have, where we are. I feel like I want to answer that with (laughs) because I don't know any of that. You're very smart. But, you know, I think you've you've really and we've we've said this a few times for our guests. You've really kind of encapsulated what what our podcast is all about, which is harnessing those things that create a more full life. And this is over time becoming a very motivational driven podcast, which is what we want. Right. And, you know, not everyone's motivated in the same way. So. I really feel like you motivate a lot of people just in your life and your presence and and who you are. And I know that you've done that with with me and my wife and my family. You're you're one of our favorite people in the whole world. And the we love you. The feeling is mutual. Yes. Mm. And so, but yeah. Do you guys have any other questions you want to ask? Fire away. I did kind of actually because yeah, I'm let's I'm do it. just joining joining the parenthood journey. And uh, it is. And that. you mentioned that your daughter is homeschooled. Yes. Is that the plan with all of your kids? It is the plan. Um, I have kind of a, a of a mutt of an upbringing educationally myself. I was in public school for kindergarten and first grade. Mm-hmm. Second and third grade, I was at a private school. And then from fourth to eighth grade, my mom homeschooled me. Wow. And then uh, I attended Kennedy High School um, for all four years, but only part-time. I did okay. half at home and half at Kennedy. So I have a really kind of hybrid experience of education growing up and I'm a huge proponent of homeschooling I think that's become something that more people have been have become open to over the last couple of years and um, mostly because I don't like people telling me what to do Mm. Um, so I'm a little bit of a rebel at heart in that way but um, we have the opportunity to make and create such a rich educational um, and cultural experience out of school for my daughter and so and, and and my other my son and my other daughter too, so yeah, that is the plan. They go to a private preschool um, to this point up until they're six, and then um, Stella came home to to do school at home when she was in second grade, and that'll be next year. My son will come into second grade at home nice. as well. So, so and and uh, I mean, obviously with the pandemic, that kind of threw everybody's school plans off. But for sure. you, I would imagine in stride. Yeah, nothing we weren't doing already. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It was, it's great. And, you know, if we wanted to take a long weekend somewhere, then we're not answering to anybody about, you know, homework or a number of absent days or, or whatever. And, um, you know, Stella is 
totally involved year round with, you know, she she's I'm teaching her economics, I'm teaching her accounting, I'm teaching her cash flow with her the very, raspberry very business. Very important things. Yep, to learn. and we're doing, you know, there's nothing more um, powerful than hands-on science when we do that with the syrup and yeah. we're talking about volume, we're talking about evaporation rates and we're talking about maximizing, you know, our our little operation and it is little. But yeah. um, she's learning more by watching and being involved in those things and making bread and, you know, all the stuff that we do. Um, she's going to be better equipped, I believe, for life by um, by us doing what we're doing than any other way that I can possibly And I think the, the thing that's most attractive to me about that model, too, is that I'm a firm believer that all kids learn differently. 100%. And the way the public school system, you know, as, as, as hard as many people work to try and make it, you know, a, uh, accompanying for all kids. Sure. Some kids learn better under different circumstances and under different methods and things. Yeah. And some don't fit into that, you know, exact regimented curriculum. Sure. And this really gives you that freedom to kind of mold your, your learning plan for yeah. her needs. Which Man, I, every kid is a little genius, you know? Yeah. You just have to un, you just have to unlock their little you their little find code out how to get to it yep. and how they learn and how they communicate and that's um, that's something that I had the privilege of doing for my kids and I I know them better than anyone else yeah. so it would be unfair for me to expect a teacher or a, a principal or you know a school staff to give that same uh, attention and that same because they got six hundred other kids they can't do it yeah it's exactly. it's it's system is systematically impossible for yeah. them for them to be able to do that so I love it I, I love that I'm able to do it I know I recognize that it's a privilege and I and intend to ride that train as long as I can awesome well man I, I think that there's probably not a whole lot like you so I I think uh you speaking through this and even you know, you asking questions. I feel like you have so much to offer in this because I don't think all homeschool kids have that kind of focus. Yeah, and perhaps and, not. I don't know. But I, I think that's a really good way to look at it. Just using everyday things and everyday Every experiences. Every school day. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, sure. So, Got anything to add, Mike? Oh, man, I don't know. I'm sitting here. I'm just soaking this all in. This is great. <laughs> I loved one thing you said a minute ago about uh, not uh, not focusing on what you can't control. That's, that's one of my biggest mantras about it applies to so much in life and it, people do focus a lot and it, you know it, it can be really difficult to just have things um come up on a you know day-to-day -day basis that you know suck you, not everybody's as fortunate in every situation or just things don't always work out but if you're not really it's not something you can change or control don't let it get to you you know and, and yeah. um focus on what you can control and that's by far i think one of the biggest things that um can allow anyone to kind of maintain their their happiness and their um groove groove <laughs> Thank we you. do spend way too much time trying to fix things that we don't know I how to fix i struggle with it every day yeah, yeah. honestly I, me too i think that's definitely something that we all struggle with so well those are to... the neon signs you know that's what gets our attention is the things that we can't control when right. right in front of us are a whole buffet of things that we can impact and we can control and so often we overlook those things because we're so distracted by what we can't control yeah and we get really hung up really lost and so just a reminder yeah, yeah. amen i think that's a great way to end the <laughs> podcast on this huge amount of a buffet of wisdom bring it home a that's buffet right. of yeah. wisdom well thank you so much becca <laughs> yeah uh we have great guests coming up everybody so please get on our page on our facebook on our instagram 
And please check out LAS Plus on LAS Podcast Network. And actually, uh, I was going to tell you guys, but we actually have a, a website uh, URL update. We have a website. Well, we have a URL. A URL. You know, it's yeah. pronounced URL. Yeah. So <laughs> it's GrooveLifePod.com, and that will be connected to our page on the LAS podcast, so you guys can get to us really quick. They've got actually our whole Spotify playlist on that page. They also have ways you can listen to all of our episodes on that page. So it's kind of a a portal for everything we do. And awesome. I did a cute little drawing, and they're going to put that on the website, too. They're going to put it right up on the refrigerator next to our podcast. <laughs> well, sweet. Can we do that? Can Love I put it. a little drawing on our website? Hell yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want. It's my website. That's right. It is. <laughs> and thank you, Alex, so much. Thank you, um, Alex. We had gr- great things coming up. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Night. Welcome to the The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.